Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from March 24th to March 30th, 2014. Cisco has launched the Internet of Things Security Grand Challenge. We're inviting you, the global security community, to propose practical security solutions across the markets being impacted daily by the Internet of Things. Read about it in the Cisco Security blog post, Join the Challenge, Secure the Internet of Things. Cisco Live 2014 will be held May 18th through the 22nd, 2014 in San Francisco. Registration and scheduling are now open. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. As promised, it provides a warts-and-all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on the data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. Multiple Cisco subject matter experts have provided additional detail and insights in multiple posts on the Cisco security blog. Go to blogs.cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity for the period continued at previous levels. Highlights for this period were the Microsoft Word Security Advisory and Cisco IOS Bundle publication. Microsoft released a security advisory addressing an identified vulnerability in Microsoft Word RTF processing that could allow a remote attacker to execute arbitrary code on the target system. Microsoft has released a security advisory, however, software updates are not available. Microsoft has posted a fix-it, which blocks the execution of RTF files. Microsoft reports that limited attacks that use this vulnerability have occurred in the wild. Cisco released its semi-annual Cisco IOS Software Security Advisory bundled publication on March 26th. The publication includes five security advisories that address vulnerabilities in Cisco IOS software and one security advisory that addresses a vulnerability in Cisco's 7600 series route switch processor 720 with 10 gigabit Ethernet uplinks. Full details of the Cisco IOS release security advisories and recommended mitigations are available on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations portal. Go to www.cisco.com security. IBM released security advisories for multiple vulnerabilities in IBM Infosphere, WebSphere, and Cognos. Additional security advisories and software updates were released for multiple vulnerabilities in NetSNMP, and multiple WordPress plugins. Regarding the continued compromise of WordPress systems, Netcraft reported that it identified thousands of compromised WordPress systems being used in active phishing campaigns. Hosting companies and users are advised to update these systems to the latest version, enable the newly available automatic updates, and remove or update any plugins. Researchers continue to increase their focus on the ICS SCADA systems and developing exploits for the identified vulnerabilities. Siemens released updates for multiple vulnerabilities in their Sematic products. Spam activity has declined in the early months of 2014, while most of the malicious spam has continued at previous levels. Current spam campaigns include the themes of the Malaysian aircraft search 
and a, quote, pleasantly surprised, end quote, campaign that has continued for several weeks with multiple variations. IntelliShield published 164 events last week that included 102 new events and 62 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the Trust Risk Management category, on March 26th, security researchers from F-Secure identified a new variant of the Game Over malware targeting job posting websites such as Monster.com and CareerBuilder.com. The Game Over malware, which is a variant of the Zeus malware, is designed to steal login credentials or other sensitive information by injecting a new sign-in button on the web page. After account holders of the job posting websites authenticate through the malicious sign-in page, the malware would then ask the account holder for additional information which attackers could leverage to gain personal or sensitive information. With high unemployment rates, the assumption can be made that many of the unemployed are seeking potential job opportunities through job posting websites such as Monster.com and CareerBuilder.com. Along with that assumption, it is possible that attackers are aware of online job seekers utilizing these websites and taking advantage of the opportunity to spread the game over malware to as many of these job seekers as possible. One particular variant of the game over malware has been identified to bypass network defenses by being distributed as an encrypted .enc file, which makes it difficult for security products to detect or identify the file or its content as being malicious. Security administrator of these job posting websites may consider deploying an additional security protection and continue to monitor log files looking for .enc files on their networks. In addition, account holders on these websites should attempt to identify any type of modification to the web page prior to logging into their accounts. In the legal risk management category, this week two banks, Trustmark National Bank and Green Bank, filed suit against TrustWave, the third-party security company responsible for helping target manage its security and ensure compliance with payment card industry PCI standards. The banks claim losses from responding to the target data breach due to reissuing customer payment cards and seek damages. The suit also names Target as a defendant. The suits from impacted banks increase the legal liability for services companies providing security consulting and compliance testing. The potential for increased legal liability may have a result of dampening services offered by third-party security companies, negatively affecting the security postures of corporations. In addition, further scrutiny of PCI standards is likely, given that Target claims they were compliant with the security requirements. Finally, in geopolitical news, two Russian cosmonauts and an American NASA astronaut were safely launched en route to the International Space Station via a Russian rocket on March 25th. They docked two days later than planned due to an error in spacecraft positioning, but safely joined their colleagues already aboard the International Space Station. Ahead of the launch, NASA officials provided assurances that the crisis in Ukraine and worsening of U.S.-Russian relations would not imperil multilateral cooperation on the space program. At the same time, the United States and EU states announced coordinated and targeted sanctions against Russian officials and a Russian bank. The downturn in relations between the United States and Russia will test the resiliency of international cooperation on space exploration. 
It is a reminder of increased U.S. dependence on Russia for access to the International Space Station and on Russian and Ukrainian-built rockets following the cancellation of the United States Space Shuttle program. A thoughtful piece by retired astronaut Clayton Anderson points out that while both governments publicly say that cooperation is not imperiled, insiders know that the relationship has eroded in subtle ways in recent years. Indeed, vulnerabilities and risks may not immediately and externally affect the international program, but may be more subtle. Information security specialists will think of technology and software problems that could sabotage experiments and mission goals without overtly leading to their cancellation. Still, both sides need each other. The Russian space program likely depends on the millions of dollars in revenue they receive for training, outfitting, and transporting U.S. and Japanese astronauts. They also benefit from international technological contributions. The current crisis may provide impetus for private space programs, as well as give governments around the world another reason to step up their push for domestic content in sensitive national security technology applications. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.